Twitter files. Why Twitter let the intelligence community in. Once Twitter began rolling over for Congress in 2017, the ending was inevitable. Formal surrender to the intelligence community on content moderation. From the Twitter files, a story about media that also sketches the origins of Twitter's surrender to the intelligence community. Thread 1. The Twitter files. How Twitter let the intelligence community in. Twitter, through the end of August 2017, was on nobody's radar as a key actor in the Trump-Russia foreign influence scandal. By the second week in October, six weeks later, the company was being raked over the coals in the press as one of Russia's most potent weapons in its efforts to promote Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, with Clinton herself adding, It's time for Twitter to stop dragging its heels and live up to the fact that its platform is being used as a tool for cyber warfare. What happened in those six weeks? Answering that question is a key to understanding the content moderation phenomenon. In this period, crucial to the company's history, a pattern was established. Threats from Congress came first, then a rush of bad headlines, inspired by leaks from congressional committees, and finally a series of moderation demands coming from the outside. Once the company acceded, the cycle repeated. The documents lay out the scheme. You can see how the Russian cyber threat was essentially conjured into being, with political and media pressure serving as the engine inflating something Twitter believed was negligible and uncoordinated to massive dimensions. Keep producing material. The timeline started when a fellow tech titan, Facebook, decided in late August 2017 to suspend 300 accounts with suspected Russian origin. The move appeared to irritate some Twitter insiders, as Facebook not only shared data with Twitter, but with the Senate Intelligence Committee, where ranking Democrat and Virginia Senator Mark Warner was on an all-out hunt for Russian meddlers. Twitter's leaders, anxious to avoid being dragged into another pitch for an industry-wide solution, as one senior lawyer put it, appeared peeved that Facebook pulled them into the congressional muck. Yet they mistakenly believed the company could still sidestep the political PR minefield and keep the focus on FB mainly because they were all sure there hadn't been a big Russia problem on their network. We did not see a big correlation. FB may take action on hundreds of accounts, and we may take action on 25. As the autumn progressed, however, Twitter's leaders began to realize the Russia thing might hit them no matter what. An early hint came in a September 8, 2017 piece in the New York Times called The Fake Americans Russia Created to Influence the Election. This was one of many stories that helped the Times win a Pulitzer Prize for exploring Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election and its connections to the Trump campaign. Author Scott Shane explained that social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter had been turned into engines of deception and propaganda. On Twitter specifically, the Times in conjunction with the cybersecurity group FireEye claimed, Russian fingerprints are on hundreds or thousands of fake accounts that regularly posted anti-Clinton messages, adding, The fakery may have added only modestly to the din of genuine American voices in the pre-election melee, but it helped fuel a fire of anger and suspicion in a polarized country. Twitter employees seemed puzzled by the FireEye piece, but didn't really worry until the appearance of stories hinting they were being uncooperative with Washington. Hi, guys wrote Public Policy VP Colin Crowell on September 23, 2017. Just passing along for awareness the write-up here for the Wash Post today on potential legislation or new FEC regulations that may affect our political advertising. The article, 
Facebook's openness on Russia questioned by congressional investigators, mostly focused on Facebook, but like the Times piece included a few shots across Twitter's bow. It noted congressional investigators also are pushing for fuller answers from Google and Twitter, both of which may have been targets of Russian propaganda efforts. Later that month, Twitter staff, led by Crowell, met with Warner and his staff, shared what the company believed to be true, that they had no coordinated Russian interference issue on their platform. Not only did Warner not like this answer, he gave Twitter a fierce media paper training, holding an instant press conference to voice his displeasure. Their response was, frankly, inadequate on almost every level, Warner told reporters. Reuters added that Warner said the Twitter briefing was mostly derivative of a presentation earlier this month given by Facebook, and lacked thoroughness. The Warner presser hit Twitter like a bomb. Gallows humor filled inboxes. Well, these are good headlines. Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version, and for more articles and content, please subscribe at taibi.substack.com.